All right. We want to learn some wonderful things today. And I, I trust God that I'll be able to finish my message uh, as we prepare into our harvest. Hallelujah. All right. Come with the book of John, the chapter number six, the verse number eight. I don't want to uh, take so much of your time. John, the chapter number six, the verse number eight. All right. Okay. So, uh, so that we can appreciate the, the, the subject, I want you to come to the, let's start from the verses number five. Okay. And then what about Matthew 14? 15 in Sudia Toho. I want us to move quickly, 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 quickly through the scriptures. Okay. Uh, John, okay. Now, okay, follow me. Please follow me. Are you here? Yeah. Now, then Jesus, today I want to preach to you a message I've entitled Bread in the Wilderness. Look at so we say bread in the wilderness. All right. Now, then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, how many of you have heard the name of Philip in scripture before? Philip. All right. He said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that this me? It, I need you to notice everything that is happening here carefully. Where shall we buy bread that this me? It. But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Now, the book of John is so theologically loaded that they believe that actually John was 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 written by somebody that was not John and that John came far 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 after Jesus probably maybe 200 years after Jesus you understand that because the stuff in there is dangerous in the beginning was the word nobody says that and the word was with God and the word John told us emphatically that Jesus was God. In the other gospels, you find things that are different. John told us that the Holy Ghost was God. No, so they believe that all these things came after. It couldn't have been in the time of Jesus. So John is loaded. I love the man of God, John. Now Philip answered him. Very soon you understand what I'm, what I'm saying. 200. Are you sure we are here? I want them to understand. Okay, so go back, go back quickly, quickly. Now, but this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Come down quickly. Now, Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. I want that particular passage, John chapter 6 and the verse number 7 in NIV. And everybody take notice what is happening here in NIV. Philip answered him, Eight months wages will not buy enough bread for each one of for each one to have a bite. Can you see? 200 denarii is equal to eight months wages. I want you to notice that carefully. The NIV uh, went further to put it this way. NIV is a more recent translation, and they did the conversions very powerfully. All right. So let's go to the verse number eight. That's right. One of his disciples, Andrew, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, quickly, quickly, there is a lad here. Say a lad. When in the King James or the NKJV, you see a lad, it means a little boy. 
So the NIV will say a little boy. The Greek word is paidarion. Anytime you see it, a little, a little boy. Not when we say a lad, we are not talking about somebody like spirit. Or who is young here? All the youngsters are there. We are talking about a little boy. Hey, Bishop, who mounts us? Amen. So Bishop is now a lad. Okay. <laughs> There is a lad here, a little boy. I, I hope that I says a little boy. Let me see. I want you to note carefully what I'm saying. Okay, there is a boy. Okay, so go. With here, who has five belly loaves and two small fish. But what are they amongst so many? Come down. Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about five thousand quickly and jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted so it, it was a buffet tell somebody this was a buffet it was not and yet and serving it at all he said that as much as they ought do you understand that have you been to a buffet before not the buffet where somebody's holding the spoon the buffet where you have access to the spoon yourself. These days they will do buffet and somebody is still dishing it for you and they call it buffet. <laughs> they realize that the economy is hard. If you allow people to serve themselves, only 100 people will get the food. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh my. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the flat. You cannot gather waste when the people are not full. Is that not true? You cannot what, gather waste when the people are not. Hello? All right. So that nothing is lost quickly because of time. Let's go. Coming to the book of Matthew, the chapter number 14, the verse number 15, quickly. Maybe we will not read the entire scripture. We will not read. It is the same thing in the record of Matthew. Now, when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. Quickly. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You, tell somebody you. Jesus told the disciples, you give them something to eat. Quickly. And they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. He said, bring them here to me. So it's okay. It's okay. Now, these things, they are not contradicting each other. The Gospels are corresponding. They, 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 they sorry, complementary. They complement each other. The details, so, some, somebody like Mark will leave, Luke will fail. You understand that? The details that Luke will leave in. So don't listen to people who say that, ah, but yeah, can you? they say they took the bread from a little boy. And this one is saying that we have five loaves of bread and to, when you read it on the face you think that ah, they are saying two different things it's not it, it is not like that it is historical accounts being recounted you understand that so one will see it from one perspective and another from another the fact that i took it from a boy i can leave out that detail and say that five loaves any two fish and i'm where i got it i may choose to exclude from the information i'm giving it doesn't mean that the first information was wrong i hope we are together it's history things that has happened so people will recount them differently. You need to be smart in the word. Amen. All right. 
All right. So I hope, uh, so let's go back to John, John 6. Now, and I want you to concentrate. If you understood what we read, I want you to concentrate with me. You understand where I'm coming from. Are we together? Please listen to me. Look at me. Listen to me. Watch me. And let's move. The Bible said that one day Jesus departed from the midst of the people, went into a desert. And when the people in the city, when you say this is not only in John, because of time, it is in Luke, it is in Mark, it is in Matthew, Matthew, then it is in John. So all of them brought different things, even though they complement each other, but they are a little different. Are we together? Now, so when the people heard that Jesus had moved away from the town and into the desert, the Bible said that they walked on foot to chase Jesus where Jesus was. Please, are we together? Listen to me. Listen to me. Follow me. Are we here? Now, the Bible said that when they came, Jesus had compassion on them and began to heal their sick. Into a healing ministry now. You know, and Jesus' crusades were dangerous. He could be at a place for days healing the sick, doing all manner of things. And I don't know when they saw him, but the Bible said that almost one in China, my dear son, and they had been there for some time. So Jesus, they realized that the people were hungry. So the disciples came and said, Papa, send them away. And these were not small numbers. So somebody would go. The fact that the food was taken from a child meant that all manner of people were there. Are you, are you with me? Like a healing Jesus. I said, right hand, bonky. They will bring all manner of people there. Children, adults, everybody. And Jesus was in the desert. Now, so the Bible said, send them into the villages around. Let them go and buy bread to eat. In John, Jesus said that where can they find bread to buy? <laughs> I love this mystery. And then you look at the whole scenario and you think that something interesting is going on there. When Jesus asked, when can they find bread to buy? Philip gave an insightful answer. Give them something to do. Where can they find bread to buy? Philip said that even if we are supposed to save eight months salary without using any of them, it cannot buy enough to feed this multitude. In other words, what you are demanding of us is virtually impossible in, this, in, in the middle of this desert. Please, are we together? Take your time and follow me. When the people were hungry in the wilderness, two options were presented to them by Jesus. Number one, buy. Tell somebody, buy. I didn't hear you. Tell another person, buy. Tell somebody, buy. That's right. In the wilderness, <laughs> Jesus gave them the option, even though he himself did not subscribe to it. He said that it is possible for them to go and buy bread for themselves in the wilderness, it is possible. But I love the answer Philip gave. It is possible, but it is not practical. It is possible, but it is not what? Practical. For us to raise enough, to buy enough bread for every single one of us to feed, it is possible, I don't doubt it, but it is not practical. The second option he gave was that look for bread and give to me. I have the capacity to multiply that bread so that everybody will eat. I want to take the first option and explain something to you quickly, and then we shall move on. Is somebody ready? Buying bread is a viable option in life. There are people that want to work their sorts off to get enough to feed their family. Now listen, if you know me, you understand that I, I subscribe to the principle of labor and hard work. I believe that. Anybody that does not want to labor, as a man of God, I labor. Sometimes I am very, 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 very tired. 
Very, 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 very tired. I, I deny myself. Sometimes I sit down in the afternoon on my seat. And as I'm praying, I am sleeping. I am very, 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 very tired. But I still want to. Sometimes I realize that my perception kind Bible now. If I open the scripture, I'll sleep. But I don't want to let those two hours go by. No matter how much I have prayed during the day, if I realize that it is a time I have to make use for, I'll pray. Because when you say me kind made that because my bread. You understand that? I believe in the force of diligence. And you don't misinterpret me. Anything can be bought. Listen to me. In life. Everything. Jesus presented an option. There are a group of people who want to buy, who want to get. Jesus said it is possible, but listen to me. Sometimes the price you pay for the things you want in life, they are very expensive. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, notice that anything you can buy has a price. And sometimes the price you will have to pay to get some of the things to make you comfortable in life. They are very dear. They are very expensive. One day, I was reading the biography of a certain lady who came from the Ukraine a long time ago. I see, when he came from the Ukraine, she had three children. Life was so tough for her. She decided, any what time you are making a check. Somebody offered her employment in, in his farm. See in that farm, they train dogs that sleep with women in Germany. So the woman was a test tube. So when they, they train the dogs, so the woman has been sleeping with the dogs. You understand that? So that the dogs will learn how to mate with human beings. Now, when you go outside, there are places who there are dogs like that. Where a rich man can call a certain woman, give you $100,000. I want this dog to sleep with you. Many of the African women that traveled early in the 90s and went out to Italy and those things, some were even sleeping with horses so that they would be comfortable in life. Sometimes the price you pay for comfort is dangerous. It's expensive. If the only thing you know is to buy, to buy, to buy, everything will have to come from your pocket, your labor. Understand that you, will, you may encounter something that will demand your life. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. Oh, I didn't hear you. I said, shout, I hear you. <laughs> that is the truth. There are some of us here, we are living in homes. Yet many of they are disgusting. They are people we don't want to live with. But in order to survive, we are there. Is that not true? Sometimes we do things that say, who are not in seven heavens. We will not. But we will have to go through them. Why? We want to survive. We have to be comfortable. Sometimes the price you pay is dear. It's very expensive. If all you know to do is to buy, know that you are in trouble. I'm not against labor. But if all you think of, I'll have to work hard and save enough so that I can get whatever I want, you are in trouble. Everything will be sold to you. Anybody that only subscribes to this mystery, he doesn't get anything for free. The, everything is sold to him. I want to explain something to you. The nature of life itself should show you that God did not design you to get, to, to struggle for everything, to buy everything you, you need. It should show you that God did not design human beings to always have to labor to get whatever they desire. It is not like that. Please, are we together? 
Do you know that the most expensive things are not for sale? That's right. If all you have with you is money in your pocket, working, 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 trying to buy your way in life, you are just wasting your time. <laughs> Look at the mystery of salvation. All of us are here because we believe in Jesus. The mystery of salvation. It is the most expensive transaction in, the, in this universe. It is that transaction that required that the creator of all humanity, everything that exists, will have to die in order to complete that transaction. And yet, that transaction is delivered to you freely on the platform of it. Is that not true? That is the most expensive transaction ever. There is nothing you demand of God that is more expensive than the very life of God. He created everything. If the devil should go to God and say, God, uh, before this, your righteous fulfillment to be what, 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 give thousand cattle. God can quickly command thousand cattle to pay for the price. But salvation was so expensive, it demanded his very life. And yet, it should show you that not everything in life should be bought. If all you know to do in life is to buy, you are in for trouble. That was the first option that was presented to him. Go out there and buy. Go out there and buy. Please, are we learning something? Are you sure you are here? Shout, I hear you. Listen to me. The kind of life that God wants you to have, no amount of labor can sponsor it. Take your time and understand me. The kind of life, not, not, I'm not talking about the life you want to have, the kind of life God wants you to have, no amount of hard work can sponsor that kind of life. There are many of you, we think so small, you, you may not understand this. Uh, you, some of us, we think that all God wants for our lives is to marry, give birth to children, buy a car, build a house, comfortable. You are there. You think that is the life you want to have. You, you just think too small. Now you understand that. When the people were hungry, Jesus told the disciples, feed them. Do what? You do what? That is how wages came inside. He said, you feed them. That is why the people came and said, God, you know we are not able. We cannot sponsor this particular feast. Now, please, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Listen, God is not trying to feed you. He's trying to equip you to feed thousands. That is what people don't understand. God is not trying to what? Feed you. When I see people pray and fast and do the things of God and invest in the things of God and I think that all they desire is to get food, build house and live in their car. Master, you don't need fasting to do this. Hello? There are people in high places who have never fasted before. You don't need fasting to build a house. No, you don't. The reason why we pay these prices spiritually is so that we shall be equipped to do the feeding. Are you understanding me? If your mindset is for God to feed you alone, you, 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 you have missed the point. But what you say? Hello? <laughs> Are we learning something to hear? That's right. So he said, you feed them. 
You feed them. It is your responsibility. What God wants to do with your life is dangerous. It is people that have myopic poverty mindset. They are always there thinking about how they can buy a car. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just childish. I'm telling you. If you know the mind of God concerning your life, you hand over the little you have to God and say, Papa, do whatever you want to do with it. Please, are we learning? Is somebody here? Shout, I hear you. A yes wage is not enough to feed these people. I love the way Philip put it. Philip said that if I work for eight months, it will not be enough for anybody to get a bite, for everybody to get a bite, not for everybody to be satisfied. Though. That means that labor now, eight month wage in the crown, say, so, say, when I give you something to bite, I'm not giving you something to satisfy you. Do you understand that? Hello, that is what money does. That is what labor does. It will give you a sense of satisfaction. But you are never able to get. That is what money does. I, I said physical food. When you eat physical food, you get satisfied for a moment. You get a feel of satisfaction. But after some time, you want more. You understand that? That is what labor does. It can never bring you rest. The satisfaction you truly desire in life, it can never bring you. Please, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Oh, I didn't hear you. I said, shout, I hear you. So Jesus said to them, go and look, Malazita. I love this mystery. Go, go, Muankasano. Look at what he said. The, you know, the bread that was presented to Jesus, I hope you know that it didn't belong to Philip. Hello? John chapter number 6. Philip answered to him, come down quickly. The verse number 8. Let's go to the verse number 8. The ve there is a lad here. Okay, it's okay. One of his disciples, Andrew Simon, Andrew Simon, and relax, okay? God will help us. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother, said to him, come down. There is a lad here who has five belly loaves and two small fish? But what are they among so many? Take your time. Inti yesi esuafo no mo 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 dianini anameboa. But edianina yedi ba ye ma Jesus Christ to multiply no. It didn't belong to the disciples. Is that not true? The Bible said that there was a lad there, a small boy be anima mia packing a lunch. Ediamano anameboa. That was the food they took. And presented to Jesus for Jesus to multiply. Listen to me. Sometimes when it comes to givings, the things you give to God that will be multiplied to sustain you, those things sometimes they are not readily available. We look for them. Now you understand that. What I am giving to Jesus as my responsibility, it was the responsibility of the disciples to feed them, but they went out and realized that they didn't have anything, so they borrowed a food. From that little boy, and they gave to Jesus for Jesus to multiply. And yet they be my God. Many years ago, somebody gave me a watch, a very nice watch, beautiful watch. A friend of mine. And I went to uh, Dr. Mpiakofi's church in in, in, I think, December 2014, thereabouts. Wonderful watch. 
Now, the, the, the person had come from the United States and gave me the watch. Now, the watch was brand new. Even the price, the tag was there. Over $600. And he gave it to me. He said, man of God, I want to bless you with it. I said, God bless you. I was a young preacher. And I went to Bidding Powell. And that day, you know, those days were dangerous days. In one night, about two, three preachers could come. So it, I remember the first preacher that came was Breakthrough Sofo, Bishop Osetutu. And then when he left, i forgotten. I think Duncan Stewart or something. And then Reverend Stewart came. on bear all night, you know. Now when he ministered, you know, when he, he ministered, he functioned, he flowed, he flowed, he flowed. And he was raising an offering. I didn't have anything. You know? And I said, I must give something. The next morning, I went to High Street when I sold the watch. It was around $600. But what I got from it was around $350. As a young man. And in that night, don't resist it for the next night. I went to, bring, I went to present my offering. What am I using? I am looking for something to give. Can you see that? I am looking for something to give. Jesus said, feed them. I don't have anything. Look for it. Borrow that young boy's lunch and present it. Listen to me. If somebody should come and tell you, and you know for sure you have confirmed, Osofu, that Akwawe, what they are their manner, Obe multiplying instantly. Send the money, send Obe multiplying instantly. The amount says, "I'm not saying that's what God does." Listen, I'm not saying. But if you are sure that this guy can multiply and will multiply, who demand and know the amount? Obi and just come to save his account too. Now, is that true? Oh, come on, is that true? Would there be any money you have that would be untouchable? No. Because you know that's Canada where I say, but should I give it to this man instantly, he will what? Multiply it. So there is no money I have that will be untouchable. I wrote down and I said, when I was preparing this message, it is part of a, 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 a city building series. So it's not a new message I'm preaching. It's a long time. Hallelujah. Now, I wrote down and I said that, you see, what is calling for your offering, your seed, your gift, is what determines what is available. Listen to me. Assuming we save saving 2,000 CDs. Me, I've saved 2,000 CDs to pay my daughter's school fees. My first daughter's school fees. That's all I have. That's all my savings. And along the line, Omi is school. But my young daughter falls seriously sick. The doctor said, I need 2,000 CDs to perform an operation. And yes, I will be with. Do you think that 2,000 CDs have reserved for school fees will be untouchable? Do you think it will be untouchable? I will go and bring it out without blinking. And I'm a boy. Me in fan kotwebi and me in fan kotchele me in fan dinse mhunu. But Sepane said that young lady will die school fees in fan Now you understand what is demanding for the money will determine whether you bring it or not. Please, are you getting where I'm coming from? The air preference cannot be The air cannot If it is somebody's life, you cannot keep it down. Now, are you understanding me? Who, who is demanding that offering would determine whether it is touchable or untouchable. If Jesus is the one demanding that offering, there is nothing you can give him that is too much. 
You understand that? If your God is the one demanding that offering, there is no money reserved anywhere. That is too much. That is untouchable for him. If they were careless and wicked enough to take away in the midst of food crisis, that young boy's food, and Nankebeka say a child abuse. Is that not true? To take a young boy's food in the midst of food crisis and give it to a preacher, it is child abuse. But they were confident in the man they were giving that food to. They knew that if it was Jesus that demanded for the food, there is no way that young boy was going to go hungry. May the Lord come down on every offering you give him. In the name of Jesus. It depends on who is demanding the seed. Are you understanding me? They took that young boy's seed not thinking twice, not thinking, say, come because they knew who they were giving the seed. Now, are we learning something? Shout, I hear you. Yeah. <coughs> I didn't hear you. I said, Shout, I hear you. Yeah. I love this mystery. There are many in the body of Christ, you know, they, they try to demonize this mystery of giving. But I tell you, there is no body that will rise will be a kingdom high flyer. Unless the person that is sponsoring your increase is Satan. But there is no kingdom high flyer that is not a dangerous giver. There are some men of God here, they can never get money. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about people that have decided, you don't do it like that. It doesn't work that way. I, I must be honest with you. As I am there, I am consistently thinking of how I am going to do something to bless the Lord. Now you understand that. Also, it is not really about it. Sanity. Whether you like it or not, it is the validation. And only the validity. And the basal relationship exists. That love relationship between the two of you. What gives it validity? Now you understand that. One young boy I, I, I teach, I was speaking to him. One boy was laughing at him that his girlfriend has left him. Young student. He's from Wasekrupong area area in the villages no or a champion of Okada no drop drop of no jiska. See every week or money beloved 50 cities. Student no. Nambisan so qua sorry. See woman or cobaco and I'm sure twelve friend mimin twelve friend I'm so for you miscandy. And I'm saying young girl I won't yen every give your man fifty. Or say so for we jamming poop. 50 no crowd or see sir. Student or young boy. Or see 15 a day. In that love relationship. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. This is how it works. This is how it works. Listen, and, and, and I direct it particularly towards the men of God because they 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 a lot they are deceived into thinking, sir. You will get rich by or you get to forget it. Forget it. You will never get anything. It doesn't come by prayer or fasting. Are we together? It's a heart of sacrifice. It is what? A heart. And, and they, were, they, were, they were lying to us many years ago that Ketuabians, they will tell you that the widow presented small. They failed to interpret scripture correctly. The widow offered small. I told you that the widow offered small. Interpret scripture correctly so that the widow offered small. But as in what condition? 
In what condition did that widow offer small? Listen, if I hear somebody that says some of these things in relation to giving, I said you'll be poor for your life. You don't understand what it means. One day I heard a preacher, an American preacher say, you know, some of us, they will demonize us because they think that, <laughs> my God, Jesus could command money in the mouth of a fish. And yet he allowed people to give him. Now think about it too. They were women. Some of them were widows. He had power to take gold from the mouth of what? A fish. And yet he still took offering from poor widows. Why? Because it was their access into increase. Had he refused to take them, those poor women were sentenced to poverty for life. You can't go around that mystery. What he has, did you think Jesus needed anybody's money? What's the mum koto dawa? Mube who fish gold is masa and can they be obey fish or gold shim to do whatever he wanted to do? And yet he was taking money from people. Huh? Hello? That's right. Now let me explain a mystery to you. Follow me. Let me explain a mystery to you. One day I heard an American preacher say, Me time so give me some small time. I heard an American preacher say, No, all these guys that have come around, look at that small boy. The food he gave that was multiplied to feed five thousand. So I said, That means that you don't have to give anything good. You have to bring ketwebi. So that God will take the ketwebi and multiply it so that he will show that he is powerful. That is the wrong interpretation of scripture. Hello? The value of the money is dependent on who is offering it. In a, in a child's economy, five CDs is different from 100 CDs. What the yeah, listen, if you see my young daughter making savings, a true five CDs or the better caliper, she feels rich. Is that not true? The economy of children is different from the economy of adults. So the guy that was generous was a small boy. So in, in, in regard of that the age, of that boy's generosity, God multiplied. Because he was a small That is what he could afford. He was a small boy. His economy is different. To him, it's a sacrifice. Let my young daughter own save 20 pesos. Do you think she'll be happy? That calipo money is a big sacrifice to her. But what is Calipo money to you? So if she's giving an offering of Calipo money and you are also presenting it thinking that if God should multiply hers, he should multiply yours. Are you not a joker? Her economy is different. Her economy is what? Different. It's misinterpretation of scripture. Understand this. Depending on what is available to you, my God, God will demand. <laughs> Solomon gave a thousand burnt offering and God said, what shall I do to him? A day in Aminyamau. Do you think that that was the only offering he, he has sacrificed? When he was big, don't let me go back into scripture. There are things that shake heaven. Whether you believe it or not. There are things that what? Shake heaven. Don't be deceived. Please, are we together? Shout, I hear you. You need to have the mentality of a child when it comes to giving. You need to have the mentality of what? The mentality of what? Now, it will take a child to give his lunch during a food crisis. Do you know why? 
because he doesn't understand how the food came by. How the mother got the food, he doesn't know. So when you ask, when you give, ask him, he can give it to you easily. Thinking that he can now, you understand that mystery. There are many believers that miss this point. Please listen to me. The child can give you not because he's generous, because he thinks that the next time he needs some, he can go back to the father and what? Take again. That is how. So you can give. I want the toffee again. Meanwhile, that was the last one you gave. Onim, how it comes by, they are wired that way. To think that there is always abundance. Now, do you understand that? That is how God made us as children. See, a family say, Ja, we are wired to think that there is always more where we took some from. Please, you understand that. So, generosity comes naturally. Generosity comes naturally because we are wired to think, say, where we got it from is an inexhaustible source. Anytime we need, we can just go back and take it like the child. You understand that? So, when we are asked, we are not stingy. When we are asked, we are not what? Stingy. You need this mindset to operate in kingdom giving. Please, are we together? Oh, come on, are we together? Yeah. Is somebody blessed already? That is how it works in the kingdom. I love this mystery. You know, when I talk about these things, I'm excited because it opens up the platform for men to be blessed. Please, are we together? Shout, I hear you. No child, let me say this and end. No child works in their father's home with the eye to being given salary or reward. Global. When you are doing that, you expect me, Papa, imagine if I see this. Yes, small say, Kotuchin Kukuma, and Kukuka, and Kukuka, and no child works or gives something in the father's house. There is a dimension that is higher. I pray God shall introduce us to it. Nobody gives anything in the father's house thinking that the father will give him anything back. Listen to me. Let me, let me take you some. Can we give me two minutes? Let me close. Two minutes to finish it up. Follow this. This one is for the higher uh, kingdom high flyers. Those who want to understand this mystery will understand. When you work in God's house, when you give in God's house, when, when, when you are a child, you appreciate your position as a child. You don't do anything in the house with your eyes on a reward. Listen to me. The father may never reward you. But what happens is that the father leaves everything to you. There are two different dimensions. There are some that can give everything in the house. Listen to me. And God never rewards them. He just leaves everything in the house. If you have somebody in the house, a child that is responsible, always cooking, always doing everything, you realize that the day the father is going, he will leave the house to you. Now, is that not true? There is this deep dimension. Look at the prodigal son. I have not given you anything. It doesn't mean that you don't have a reward. I have left everything in your hands. There is a dimension of giving. Listen to me. That does not attract reward, but God leaves everything in you. That means that you choose your reward. I love that mystery. You choose. And the son said to him, Father, I have, no, 31. And he said to me, son, you are always with me and, that, and all that 
I have is. But up until that time, no man upon Jimboda. Is that not true? Oh, is that not true? Now first one, now Babajine dia kudie we are saying Bam yes eku upon change dia mano. As some man car one in your money you know. Now first one no on Jimboda. But oko papa no one say ah. I don't know my idea of I mean, I That is the dimension where you don't receive anything, but God gives you access to choose your reward. Pastor what you So whatever is left, that is the realm Abraham was walking in. Let me close with this one. God said to him in the book of Genesis, Abraham, lift up your eyes. As far as your eyes can see, in the north and in the east and the south, that I have given you. Choose your reward in essence. In the verse 17, he said that begin to walk from the length and the breadth. I have given it to you. That is the realm where you choose your own reward. Papa Adiboye said many years ago when his church first bought a land in the US. When his sons took him to the property. You know, the boy is a man of prayer. I love the way, and I was praying, and I was praying. Hey, this old man, leave the prayer for the young guys. But you, an old man, every day you are praying. Now, now you are praying, you are praying. to me, Nanti boy, you are praying. Every day. So they left me there, and I was in prayer. So they left him in the cold, alone on the property. And he was there throughout the night, praying, and then he told the sons to go. So around 3 a.m. in the night, God said to him, my son, walk. And then he began to walk. Old man, walk, 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 walk. God said, my son, walk. He walked, walked, walked past the property. And then he went, saw a nice estate, beautiful, you know, in America. Past that estate. He said, my son, walk. The guy, the old man, walk, 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 walk. It got to a point he was tired. He couldn't continue again. God said to him, every land, everything you have seen, you have walked past, it will be yours. He said, when he called his sons and told them that, have you seen that beautiful building at 3 o'clock a.m.? God said to me that I'm going to have that building. This is America. Go and somebody who should. He said, two years down the line, that property is for him. (laughs) Two years down the line, that property is for him. May the Lord make you. I didn't hear. I said, May the Lord make you somebody that shall be a giant in your generation. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may you be a career. May you be a career. May the Lord assign you as somebody that shall feed your generation. Receive the mantle of prosperity. Receive the grace to prosper. In the name of Jesus, may you not lack anything. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may the Lord cause you to see. May the Lord cause to see his goodness in the land of the living. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Malama Subazaya. Silver and gold are mine, saith the Lord. Said the earth is of the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The wealth and all that weathery. For he has founded upon the mountains and established upon the flowers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that has, pure, he that has clean hands and a pure, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation that seek him. 
that seek thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your head. Malo Messiah. May the Lord cause you to receive abundance. I said, may the Lord cause you to receive abundance. In the name of Jesus, receive a heart of generosity. By the power of the Holy Ghost, may the Lord speak to us and instruct us into our blessing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus.